0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Friday. Another good day to you. Of course, we're kissing the weekend. We are indeed. And a lot of uh, ugly news, too. It's...
1: You know, it goes back to what we've talked about in the past, about how uh, every day there's some major news item, and we talk about distractions and things like that. And you got to wonder whether uh, this is all intentional, whether they're just trying to keep us uh, away from... Looking at what's really important in the
0: world, what's really what is really us. important. I know mean, there's a lot of important things, but what would be the most important thing? Well, out, out there because there's Hunter or the, there's the Biden, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, uh, the, yeah, the spect- Biden investigation, yeah. yeah, yeah, you got that. Uh, you've got the Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, you've got Taiwan, right? You got the border, and if I was going to grade (laughs) each one of those things on a scale of 1 to 10 of importance, 10 being the most important, they would all get a 10. I agree. And then we
1: we forget about things like uh, the food processing plants that are uh, being destroyed on a regular basis. Uh, That's a 9.8. Yep. The utility uh, attacks in the Northwest and in the uh, Southeast. Mid to Uh, high nines. Yeah, we had the multiple train derailments you know that story I is such of
0: that uh, an eight but they're all that story top three is such a stories. big
1: story that last night our friend tucker uh actually brought that story up about the fact that we're not talking about all these food processing plants and i said all right tucker <laughs> where you go because we've been talking about that forever about yeah, those- and,
0: but- you know where do you go with the talk on it? It's happening. What do we do to stop it? What can we do? Yeah, and that—that's the amazing thing. I, I've asked it, kind of the same thing. Trump is up there too. What's going on with Trump? You know, uh, and his candidacy. Yeah. Now, the the negative the 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 left media out there says he's done. He's going to go to jail. All, you, you see yeah. all the nattering nabobs of negativism spewing their hatred out yep. there, and they're doing a good job. But you know, I've been asking a few people, and. uh Basically, they're conservatives, because I run in a conservative, you know, uh, group. crowd, yes, yes. Yeah, and that crowd. I'm going, so the question is, um, will Trump prevail in 2024? Will he prevail? And the overwhelming consensus is, you know, I mean, can he prevail? And they say, most of them say that
1: um, no. Well, here's why I think he's going to have a problem. It's because I believe the 2020 election was blatantly stolen and i don't think they've fixed the problem if anything the people who stole the election in 2020 have only gotten better at it over the course of the last four
0: years when you turn on the news right now and what you see trump going through which you know is not real but they're doing it anyway Mm -hmm. it is part of the steal of the election right so there are a lot of people just going their republicans are going no he the, the the democrats will not let him They're all getting together under the banner of hate, and they're going to go, no, 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 no. How is this not election interference? Well, that's a good question. So my question then was, okay, if not Trump, then who? Well, Mm -hmm. there's nobody. So what are you going to do? Sticking with Trump. So they believe that he doesn't have a chance because of what? And I'm not saying that's a bad thing.
1: right? Mm -hmm. You know,
0: because... You know, it means that you got to put up the fight, and you know, hope above hope, and pray, you know, pray above all prayers that this evil gets overturned. Because if it doesn't, there. It was nice knowing you, but uh, they're, they're you trying
1: know. to influence the uh, polls. that The left is, uh, and they're trying to. We heard it. We saw it with the ABC Ipsos poll this week, where they literally tried to say that. Trump had lost like two-thirds of his uh, base. But then the next day there was a poll that came out and said that Trump was ahead of uh, the second-place Republican candidate, uh, Ron DeSantis, by 41 points. Yeah. So uh, they can't truly be effective with the uh, polling uh,
0: issue because, the, because there are too many polls out there right now. I mean, So what's driving this? And I'm going to say, I'm going to call it what it is. You know, we were always afraid of communism, socialism. Socialism has taken over this country, and what they did, instead of creating their own party, they took over a party, well, the Democrat Party. And AOC is a prime example. She's a crazy little witch, but she is a well-heard crazy little mm-hmm. witch that they're all listening to, and they're right. marching to her drumbeat. She is a foe to uh, to reckon with. Bill, over the next—she's going for Senate now, I understand. Well, good luck there, but because I don't think she'll
1: be effective. Because I, uh, I think that maybe she's effective in Brooklyn or someplace like that, but uh, when you're talking about upstate New York and other places in New York State, I, I don't see her uh, having a draw, but that's just me. I could be wrong, but um, I was thinking last night, as I was trying to get some sleep— um, the I came, was thinking while I'm sleeping. Yeah, while well, I was lying in bed, I could not I could not get to sleep. So I'm thinking about where we are, and that's probably why I couldn't sleep. Um, but I was thinking, you know, I grew up in a Democratic family. People say, what do you, what, what? I grew up in a Democratic household. My dad was a Democrat, Brown University graduate, smart guy, former combat veteran. The all-American guy, my dad, his, the household was Democratic. My uncle was a two-term mayor, Democratic mayor, in one of Massachusetts' major cities. Um, I mean, it was just around me. So when I became old enough to vote, uh, it was in my DNA. I became a Democrat. But I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. But I do remember the times. It was the 60s. It was the time of guys like Daniel Ellsberg, you know, uh, the Pentagon Papers, that were mm-hmm. released. And the difference between today and and uh, then is that the media was supporting the guy who leaked the papers. The media reported the leaker. They hailed right. the leaker. If you look at what's happening to Texera in Massachusetts today, they're vilifying the leaker. They're on the leaker's case for telling the world the truth about what's going on in the Ukraine. In the Ukraine right now, we're losing, come to find out, thanks to Texera, this 21-year-old Air Force National Guardsman, we're losing 7-to-1 Ukrainian to Russian soldiers. We weren't told that. 7-to-1. How do we possibly win a war when seven of our guys are being killed versus one of theirs?
0: Well, number one, I don't like the phrase uh, "Ukrainian our guys" because I think. Well, uh, I mean, our the trust side is we're misplaced. supporting the side our, we're supporting, Bill. Our tru- yeah, our trust is misplaced, and our trust and belief in the news, the mainstream news, and our government was now proven to be. Misplaced because right. they're nothing but a pack of thieving liars. Well, liars. Know, and be, going back to what you
1: said about our guys, and you don't like using the term "our guys," uh, we'll get used to it because we found out oh. in these. Well, wait, wait. We found out in these leaked documents that our guys are actually fighting over there. We have some of yeah. our our guys who are actually going out and shooting at Russians. Our government has told us that we
0: don't have anybody over there. And they've lied to us. So why aren't the parents of these lost soldiers of ours coming forward and saying, this is a bunch of bull? Well,
1: how do you know they're being told they're
0: dying over there? How do you know the parents of those well, lost soldiers are being told they're son, dying? Well, if you lost son, let's dot the I's and cross the T's. If your son happened to be over there and you were told, oh, yeah, he um, died by friendly fire, you know. No, a, a, they could be saying he
1: died in a training accident in uh, Monterey, California.
0: Then, if that's the case, the whole government has to be taken out, and you know, it. We're being told a
1: lie on hold right now. We're not being told snippets of a lie. The whole storyline about the Ukraine is not true. Mm-hmm. We're being told that our guys are not on the ground over there, and they are based upon these papers. We were being told that we were winning the war in the Ukraine. The Ukrainians were really giving the Russians hell. Now we're finding out that we're losing seven Ukrainians to one Russian. You can't win a war that way. Just by attrition, you're gonna you're gonna lose in in the long run.
0: So let's go back to Vladimir and uh, his his video, which was never shown. We played the audio of this, and he was very he was very straightforward and humble, and and he basically laid out certain things. Of saying he's, we needed as a people to wake up. Was he trying to tell us something that we didn't know? And maybe this kid, by leaking the information, is dotting his eyes and crossing his t's. And we are the bad guys in this situation. I mean, well, we're not the good guys. I'm not saying we're the bad guys, but we have no let's go. Let's business go business there.
1: Well, let's go back to the 2020 election. If you have people who would who would. Steal an election right from the people, from their own people. Would you put anything past them?
0: Well, let me put it this way if you heard something downstairs and you woke up, and your wife goes, You better go down and check that out, Fred. So, you're going to grab the baseball bat from under <laughs> Who's your bed, Fred? the gun room. Fred?
1: I'd say, well, who I'm the heck is a, Fred, honey? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that, that's the. Way. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, husband's not home yet. But either way, I'm just using Fred. Okay. But anyway, you know, g- grab the baseball bat. Oh, no, no, no. The shotgun in, in the corner. Yeah, because Joe says shotguns are good. Right. And you go downstairs with your shotgun, and there you find. Um, your trusted neighbor, with your safe open, taking all your money and pilfering through all your goods, mm-hmm. what are you going to do?
1: Well, I'm going to probably raise my shotgun and tell him to put his hands in the air. And then if he and if he moves, he will be my trusted
0: ex-neighbor. <laughs> and I would call yeah, the police. And what if he goes, oh, don't believe your lying eyes. I'm not really here. You know, except oh, no, no, no. some story. I, I, I know well, your wife said that I could have all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Well uh I would tell him to keep his hands in the air until we get this straightened out. That's what I yeah, would do. yeah.
0: You're gonna put everything down, hands are right. gonna go in the air, you make one move. Uh, right, I'm getting the walls repainted. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I think that
1: uh we've been lied to, and I think we've been lied to going back to many many years not just the 2020 election that's when it was effective i think they tried to steal 2016 it didn't work because they underestimated trump's candidacy i think it probably goes back to the bushes and the clintons well what did the guy say yesterday he believed
0: it started during the uh, kennedy administration yeah he he thought it did and you know what i think it goes a lot a lot farther back than that i mean there have been inklings of stuff at the turn of the century if you really go back Mm-hmm. and look at things and um you know they're, they're, they've got so many strings that they can pull and rattle you know rattle our cage there and you know they created the racism string but they're the ones that pull that racial string out there mm-hmm. um and they do that they're the ones that there there have been people that have had perversions in their mind i mean that have it happens in every Thing I mean, even there are okay. animals that b- aren't born right.
1: So we've been you know? lied to about the Ukrainian war, apparently. Yeah, but, but let's talk about this guy, Texera. A lot of people say Texera. They, but I, 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 come, I come from that area, and I believe he's Portuguese, and I believe they pronounce it with a hard T, Texera. Uh, yeah. But if that's if I'm wrong, you know who I'm talking about. He's 21 years old. He's an Air National Guardsman. I believe he's stationed at Otis. Uh, Air Force Base uh, in on Cape Cod. And I have to ask, even if he has clearance, how does he have clearance and access to these most secret files? I mean, how does a 21-year-old airman, with even if he has top-secret clearance... How does he have access to those? And then I thought, you know, if you watch the movies, right? (laughs) Movies are, uh, everyone has to have a pass, a clearance, a badge. You just can't get into the files when you want to. You have to, there are different steps to get to the most sensitive uh, information that we have. But this guy, he apparently could scan it in from his, his laptop and then disseminated around the world to his friends, including some friends
0: who were in the Ukraine. Yeah. Well, the deal is he used discord. All right. But aside from that, I mean, you can go back to the Reagan years and uh, when we used to have a key to get into the back doors of every bank account. Right. Open it up, take their funds, close the door, seal it as if we no one had ever been there and they had no money to fight with. That was how yeah, we, but, we got the wall yeah. down and everything. But coming forward... The only thing that I can point a finger at is Obama. Obama is the one that gave away the internet and gave it to, you know, the private okay. sources. But Bill, we have these top
1: secret servers that have all this information but on. They us.
0: go through the internet Internet structure, which right. is now not run and controlled but by how the how government. Can a, how anymore. can a guy in,
1: on Cape Cod? How can a, a an airman on Cape Cod have access to the deepest, darkest files that we have in our government. And then, how can he even disseminate them without flags and alarms going off all over the place? You would think that they would at least have some kind of digital tag on that information so that as soon as it starts flying around to different places, it sets off alarms immediately.
0: Well, he could uh, be using somebody's credentials or made-up credentials. Who knows? But the simple fact is... I'm sure that information that is of high import flies through just about every military base there is, and a good computer hacker can get in there and see the file for what it is, and it's retrievable. Do you know that the uh, New York Times was at his parents'
1: house uh, before the federal government was there? Because
0: they had leaked that this is the profile of the guy. I knew they were going to get the guy yesterday because they described what he was, probably this, probably that, probably this, and there he is. So they knew who it was. Yeah, but what is
1: happening to our military? Our military should be on top of their game. They should be the guys who are there first.
0: let's play a game. It's uh, called... um, I don't know what you want to call the game, but let's just say that it was intended. He's just a, a setup. We oh, I, wanted I to that, do we that. wanted to give out that information because we wanted to bring something down to its knees. Now, what is the end game of this thing of leaking that information? Who gains, who loses, and who you know, let's just say there's a cabal, there's a higher power. Mm-hmm. You know, and they want to sit there and weaken our government because everything that we're that's going on weakens us as a nation, as a people, you know, as a government. I think the Jack Tex era
1: has entered the uh, the category of convenient patsy. We've had many, many of them in our in our history. Many, many patsies. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. He even yeah. he, he even said that They're using me as a patsy. Remember when we were bringing him into. Uh, be mm-hmm. interrogated. Uh, so Lee Harvey Oswald was probably a patsy. Uh, even going back to the Lincoln assassination, there are people who say that the guy who was killed in the barn wasn't John Wilkes Booth. The guy, John Wilkes Booth had dark, almost black hair, and the guy who was killed in the barn had a reddish uh, hair. And the, uh, one of the people who saw the body of John Wilkes Booth said, that's not him. I know John Wilkes Booth. That's not him. They only took one picture of the guy. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he was a convenient patsy. If you think about what happened to JFK, the assassination, right. right? Right. They had that case wrapped up by the end of the day. He was shot by somebody in the Texas School Book Depository, and they didn't know who it was, but like in three hours... They had the guy cornered in the theater in Dallas, and he was in handcuffs, and it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Nothing else to see here. Just move along.
0: Well, and, and- here's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking that the story about the Ukraine. Now, we, you and I, have said before the story that you're getting people is not the honest truth. Right. You know, it's it's anything but. Those papers prove that. Well, the only reason that the government would let a guy like this have those papers and make him a patsy is if they knew they couldn't keep a lid on it too much longer, let's go ahead and release our bad. Let's make it this, this guy hacked in he was giving the information. Now the question is who did he work for? Well, you know, of course they could make Trump the bad guy. They could make DeSantis the bad guy. They could make a lot of people, the bad guy, anything, but the power and Joe Biden couldn't be it. Even though he makes money from China, uh, but can't be that administration, can't be any Democrat out there. Uh, so, who are they going to ultimately, you know, pin this tail on? It's not going to be a donkey.
1: I think, in my opinion, this guy, Jack Texera, he's 21 years old. He's at Otis Air Force Base on Cape Cod. Um, he is easy to blame everything on. I mean, uh, he. This is too convenient. Just two days ago, I saw this guy Kirby uh, up in front of uh, the press saying, "We don't know who it is, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to find out." But don't put this on the front page. I mean, he literally was at a loss for what was going on, and um, and now all of a sudden we have we have the perpetrator. It's just, in my opinion, too convenient. Too convenient. Yeah, yep. I think there's more to this story. Uh, And I think that we're not being told the truth. Think about this. Okay, let's say hypothetically he did this. Apparently the story is that he was playing uh, games with friends and he wanted to prove a point to his friends, so he released some of these things to his friends to show them, see, this is what the story is. We're not being told the truth. Here's the real story. And that's how the leak began. It was not meant to be leaked to the press or to anybody else. But, you know, you never can trust the Internet. As soon as something you have uh, is sent to somebody else, it can be accessed by by
0: anybody, just about. Well, think about this. Maybe some of his friends that he was playing the games with right. were really agents for the government because they wanted to get this information out so that they could not— be guilty of certain things they could put the blame somewhere else so it was but that's a very good point that's a very good point
1: it could have been all a plan in the first place that uh, they set them up from within but you know the thing that gets me about the media instead of the media going after the incredible deadly illegal lies that we've been told by the administration about this war Mm mm-hmm they're going after the guy who blew the cover, who, who, who leaked it to the, to the world. I mean, okay, the guy leaked this stuff to the world, but the stuff he leaked was criminal acts that this government has been doing. I mean, we shouldn't be having any troops in there fighting right now in the Ukraine. We've been told, by the way, that we don't have any. We've been told that if we have anybody there at the embassy protecting the ambassador of the Ukraine, they're not there doing anything in the field. But now we're finding out, wait a second, maybe they are, okay? We're being told that, don't worry, invest more money in the Ukraine because we're really winning. And then we'll find out that the Ukraine is losing seven soldiers to one Russian. Uh, I mean, this is this is one lie after the other. And we wouldn't know this if this kid, apparently this kid, this is what they're saying, this kid hadn't released this information.
0: Well, I agree, but I think the story is way bigger than this kid. He is a patsy, he's a pawn into a bigger scheme, and they don't care that this information comes out because they couldn't keep the lid on this forever anyway. So they may as well sit there and spin it to... Their benefit. You remember Seymour
1: Hirsch? Seymour Hirsch was the uh, former New York Times reporter who, he's the guy who released the story about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and the fact that we as a country uh, were the perpetrators. We were the ones who blew it up, the United States. Seymour Hirsch, he was an award-winning Pulitzer Prize author. Uh, He was uh, a left-leaning reporter all of his life, but I guess he was also an honest reporter, which is, you know, they're hard to find nowadays. And it was more important to print the truth than to print the story, if you know what I mean. And uh, so he has just come out with another story. It says, um, he writes that Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky embezzled $400 million dollars from the U.S. that was allocated to Ukraine for fuel, $400 really? million. That's what he's talking about. I'm thinking if he if he stole $400 million and he put it apparently in uh, some kind of a bank that uh, is out of the country, of course, they're not commenting on that. Of course, they're trying to downplay that. But, I mean, we're not being told the truth about anything that's going on in the Ukraine. But we're being told to believe them, you know, mm-hmm. I'm lying to you, but believe me, I'm telling you the truth. Why? That's what the the whole the whole situation in the Ukraine is not is not above board, and
0: it's right, it's mind boggling. What they've done is they've divided us into two groups of parties, and maybe a couple of more, but you know, and we're all out there, you know, it's party, 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 and not. Let's get to the bottom of this. And let's root out all the evil from both sides or all the different sides. And let's get America back on track because uh, this train has not been on on track for a long time. I watch all
1: those uh, talking head shows, political Mm. talking head shows, because I have no life. (laughs) But um, Seymour Hirsch, that story, Mm. no one's talking about that. This is a big story. This is saying that we have a guy who's leading the Ukraine, uh, who's an embezzler, who's a thief, yeah, stealing our <laughs> money. And they, the people in our government are still turning around to us and saying, we need to send them more money. We we have to continue our support. If if this guy stole $400 million, I would cut the the spigot off right now. That's it. You're done.
0: You're a thief. You know, it's funny because he steals $400 million from him, from us, and we should be over there with our military locking them up at his door yeah. locking them up taking all everything back and and securing and seizing everything but you know we won't do that but if the taxpayers got mad and said you know what that's it that's I'm done we're not going to pay our taxes this year there what do you think about that US government you didn't pay your taxes bang <laughs> you know that is the kind of government we live in and yes. i'm sorry you have no right to argue with our leaders. I'm not saying don't pay your taxes, don't get me wrong. No, I but, know.
1: But the guy who's leading our country right now has no problem with the administration, with the government, uh, trying to interfere with the candidacy of his opposition.
0: Well, he's admitted that he, that's, you know, he knew about Mar-a-Lago. That's, yeah. That's, uh, and he lied about it, too, so. Bill. And he lied about it. He told people yeah. I had nothing to do with that. So he, he's the liar and cheat in charge, and... He admitted that this was campaign interference, election interference, which, I'm sorry, but not only does that bring into question your, your upcoming candidacy, it brings in the question, the last one, so maybe you did steal the election, and maybe we should go back and investigate everything forensically, and if you did steal the election and you've done everything else that you did, you should be in shackles and handcuffs, and probably uh, you know you're a treasonist, and we you, our laws are very uh, definite on what you do to a treasonist. Yeah, but we haven't done that in decades, and centuries. No, we would never do that. No, yeah. he would.
1: I think uh, what's interesting is they they brought Trump back into New York, you know, yesterday, yeah, and he seven was hours. he was seven hours of him being grilled by Tisha G- James, the uh, Attorney General. She has nothing. And, you know, and Trump said <laughs> I was trying to give her an education on business. She was determined to sweat him and make it very uncomfortable for him. I believe he also was scheduled to speak yesterday afternoon, and he, he probably was late for that if he was there at all because she was going to make it difficult for him. She's not a. These are not nice people, folks. These are not nice people. They are using their position as as a weapon. As a weapon. And if they can do it to the richest, most successful
0: man in the country, then they can do it to you. You. apparently, he brought in all the evidence of all the transactions and business things they questioned. And they were all successful. And all the banks were paid and were happy with everything. So, in other words, what... Letitia was doing was taking a story and taking bits and pieces, yeah. and doing what you know Democrats there do best. No, there was no victim, there was no victim to her allegations. Nobody was complaining right. about him, but she was parsing out pieces of the story to fabricate news, kind of like what uh, our other fellow there is doing with this case in Manhattan. And I'm like going. But that our our news media is right there to gobble it up and spit yeah. it out. They yeah. and, and yet they sit there and they will editorial I was listening to the news uh well yesterday and the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, it's not news. It's an editorial. Oh sure it is. And yeah. editorial requires one thing. When you come in there and say this is an editorial, but see, they don't say it's an editorial, and that's the news. No, it's no, not. You, no, you're it's showing your
1: age. You're showing your age because there was a time when you had to do that. You, yeah, you had
0: the right to. Yeah, yeah But nowadays,
1: but nowadays, they all of them have contributors, MSNBC contributor, Fox News contributor, and all they do is editorialize. And what they do is they bring them on throughout the program. But that
0: has to be fixed because that's not news. I know it's not news. I know. But you know, but you're being too my too, my opinion, being too critical, Bill. <laughs> Oh my my opinion is my opinion, and as long as I say this is my opinion, then you have the right to say I don't want to hear it. I'll listen to what this guy's got to say. I don't have to agree with it. Yeah. Those are your rights, you know. But when I say this is the news, that is a definitive. And if I'm giving you something other than, then it's propaganda, and you know it gets down to, into that squirrely area of it ain't true. So you have a right to counter that.
1: President Trump released a new policy video yesterday before he went down to, uh, went up Mm -hmm. rather, to see uh, Tisha James, the Attorney General of New York. And uh, here's what he had to say about about uh justice
2: there is no more dire threat to the american way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system and it's happening all around us if we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law we will not be a free country as president it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in america we want fairness and equality under the law And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population. Very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that this country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. By refusing to charge countless crimes, the Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based on illegal racial discrimination. In Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide. In addition, we will have a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it, and we will hold them totally accountable. There's much more that we must do. We have to confront this radicalized law in schools. You take a look at what they've done to our schools, our beautiful schools. We have to reform the far-left bar associations and stop the purge of conservative lawyers from major law firms. I will do whatever it takes to save our legal system among the greatest achievements of Western civilization. From the Marxist barbarians who seek to destroy it. And we will do that. We will save it. Thank you very much.
1: You can only hope that the guy uh, ends up getting back into office. Yeah, I but hope I he have, does. I have the, doubts.
0: I do, too, because uh, they are doing everything they can, and they built up quite an army yeah. of uh, judges. And, you know what, uh,
1: Bill? Do you think the city of Chicago is insane? Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, let me ask you a question. I mean, they voted out this uh, Lori Lightfoot, who was uh, an incompetent idiot uh, of a mayor. And do you believe that they would turn around and vote in somebody who was worse? Only if the election were fixed. See, I think that's what it was. I, I think that if you look at Chicago, they have a history of throwing elections a history yeah. of it they have a yeah, system in place before. nobody is talking about it nobody is saying a word about it, uh, it, it they they're saying i heard somebody say well chicago is committing public suicide i i don't i don't think chicago people are stupid i really no, don't. I don't either i, but I, I think I also- that they they're in a system that's that's corrupt
0: yeah, they are, and you know, to publicly speak out against that system, though, could be—I uh, don't know—you know, very unhealthy for you. you
1: know? well, I mean, this guy they they voted into office as the mayor. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's saying this guy is—he's—he's uh, he's a communist. He's—he's hundred percent worse than uh, Lori Lightfoot. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second—the people just threw Lori Lightfoot out. That was a vote for progress, getting her, and then they would turn around and. And vote somebody worse in, and, and this, by the way, is the city that uh, supposedly Sam Giancana ran back in the late fifties and early sixties. He and he, uh, he. The story is he gave the city to John F. Kennedy. It was a a, a critical piece in his uh, election in in nineteen sixty, and he did it. And of course, John Kennedy went on to uh, go after the mob, and some people think that was Kennedy's downfall because he lied to the mob. That's the story. That's That's not something I'm making up. You can read about it. Uh, they have a lot of power in Chicago, and there's a, there's a system in place in Chicago. And I think, by the way, that, that that probably was the model for the system that has been used nationally. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, we have an election nationally that most clear-headed, reasonable people who look at the system will say... Yeah, that was, there's something that was very wrong with the 2020 election, and uh, it should be rectified. But you know, when you have the Supreme Court, and I'll just say this right here when you have the Supreme Court of the, of the United States saying, well, we are not going to look at that case, uh, we, the, the claimant has no standing. You know, we had 28 states petition the Supreme Court saying, would you please look at the 2020 election? We yeah, think standing. We think it was wrong. Yeah, 20, 28 states, more than half of the states in our country said, please look at the case. It affects us and those idiots, and I'll say it pure and simple, those idiots in the Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to look at it. And they didn't give a reason, by the way. They don't have to. They can just put well, a one-sentence... Well, one one line sentence. No standing. Yeah, no standing. Uh, will, will not be reviewed. Whatever they say, and that's it. And and uh, by doing so, they crush our democracy. You would mm-hmm. think that in a fair democracy, the Supreme Court would embrace that case. That you think that, and you know. By the way, do not give these people who are seated in the Supreme Court. Any special godlike deference. They are people. They get up in the morning, they you know shower they do and shave S- S- and, then and sh- worse. Exactly. Yes, shower and shave, and they go to work, be it by limo or their own car. They are just people. We have a tendency to look at this big building down in Washington and think that there's they just magically appear. They're gods. Yes, the nine Supreme Court justices. No, they're they're just nine people who have a job as a judge. Okay, that's basically all they are. But we do yeah. it. We do this in our country. We give these people godlike uh, powers almost, and it's they should be taken down a peg. People should look and say, "Wait a second this is wrong and you're not you're not you're not helping the situation by not doing your job get off your fanny and review review some of these cases don't start giving us legal hodgepodge crap i mean start talk it's not being good for the country as opposed to good for you
0: and your position do the job uh and, and- even in states where you have a supreme court and you take it up to the state's supreme court they can actually side with you uh, and say well you know when you look at everything yeah they, they bring up a valid point but yet they will strike it down for some reason that has no bearing to the case and I've seen that happen a lot talk about a dysfunctional
1: government I'm I was just sitting here while you were talking and I was thinking wait oh god we have a corrupt administration who uh, an administration who at least half the country believed got into office illegally, okay? I mean, whether you believe it or not, trust me, there's half of the country who believe that uh, they stole it, all right? Mm -hmm. So you have half the country who believe that we have an administration that is illegitimate. We have an administration that's letting illegal aliens pour in across the border, people we don't even know who they are. We're not keeping track of them. They're coming into your neighborhood and mine. They are doing things that uh, probably are very illegal. You know, we we mm-hmm. we talking at the top of the show about all of these processing plants that are catching fire for no good reason. Airplanes that have been flying into food processing plants.
0: What's that story? You know. Well, that that, that brings up a topic that I want to do. It's it's kind of one of those. Let's look at the changing world that we live in and what it holds for our future. And the food chain thing is one of them, but I don't know if you want to get into that or not. Well, right I'm, I'm just I'm all I'm saying is
1: that uh, there are so many things that are obviously wrong with the system right now, and nobody really is talking about it. And they're not talking about it as a whole. If they talk about it, they talk it in little bits and pieces. If you look at the whole picture right now, does anything in our country work anymore? Does anything in the system that we are supposedly uh, living under work anymore? I mean well I, I don't
0: I don't know I, I, it, it's a real question sometimes you got to break the system if you want to change the system and there's a move out there afoot to change our system And if you wake up and take a look, you know you're going to sit there, and 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 see that it's changing mm-hmm. right before your very eyes. You talk about energy. You know, is it going to be fossil well, fuel? Or is you, it going to be electric? What
1: you just said is interesting. You know, sometimes if you want to change the system, you got to break it. But sometimes that change isn't always for the good. Uh, well, what we're seeing happen right now in front of our eyes is a country that is being changed towards socialism. We are well, we're, we we are becoming a socialistic, in some areas, communistic country. We're being what we were always we always were told was wrong. You don't want to be a communistic, socialistic country. You want to be
0: a democracy, a republic. You know. Well, look at what's going on around us. You're talking about the food supply change. It's it's being challenged. It's it's you know, the the warehouses are blowing up. Uh, you know. Uh, farmland is getting infected, Uh, you know, crops are being destroyed, animals are being poisoned. You look at it, you go to the store, you can see it evident right now where they've taken and expanded the aisles, they've shrunk down the, uh, the merchandise, a lot of stores are going out of business and closing. I would venture to say in three years, maybe less or maybe just a hair more, you are not going to have the retail experience, hey, let's go shopping. Oh, I like this. And you get to hold it, feel it, and go, yep, this is what I want. You're going to be doing everything online. It's going to be delivered straight to you. Oh, what a convenience. Well, how many of you go through the fruits and vegetables at the store and you, you squeeze the fruit? You want to see what's good and yeah. what's bad. You're not going to be able to do that. You're going to get what you get, and that's all you're going to get. You know, gas? You start you becoming
1: know- dependent on a system like that, and they can shut it off at their con- at their will.
0: Yeah. Now, are you going to be able to afford if uh, they, the way they're going with vehicles? Well, if you're rich and elite, yeah, you can get whatever you want. Doesn't matter. But if not, you got a gas vehicle and a gas guzzler. It's going to be worth nothing in just a few years. But you got an electric vehicle. They're not quite there yet. And if it gets an erect, the battery costs more than a car. So you're screwed. Insurance. Well, in other words, you you're can going take to be public on transportation. Mass public transportation. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, how. How good is that? So you've got that going on. You're going to be back to home in lockdown with controlled news, with controlled goods, with controlled transportation. Oh, you've worked hard at your little job at home to go on vacation, but you're not going to be able to afford a vacation unless you're one of the oligarchs. You're one of the rich and elite. You'll get. To you stop losing. Them. You stop losing your local
1: grocery stores. And you're going to really be sorry in the long run because you start relying on, like Bill said, the food coming via uh, companies like Amazon and things like that to your front door. Uh, they they control your food supply now.
0: Yeah, are they going to sit there and hand? And, like and, and the grocery
1: store, not, the grocery store on the street will close. It won't yeah, be there gone. for you to go back to.
0: It's gone. You know, and you're going to be under their dictate. I'm just saying, if you take every aspect of life and strip it back to what they call a convenience, and you go, is that, is that how you grew up? Now, kids that are born into that world, that's all they'll know. But you, my friend, and I, we know different. We know better. Marco you know, Rubio and, talked
1: about uh, the Biden administration right now. Marco Rubio is uh, a senator. He's been around for a while, and uh, here's what he had to say about the current administration.
3: Look, we have a world that realizes we have a president that can barely put together complete sentences, appears incoherent, oftentimes doesn't even know where he is in many cases in some of these places, that allowed spy balloons to be flown over our head, that abandoned billions of dollars of American military equipment left over into the hands of the Taliban, and spends all day talking about electric vehicles and solar panels that he knows we're going to have to buy from China. We have a justice system that indicts uh, political opponents and former presidents and leading presidential candidates. A Justice system that infiltrates uh, sources and tries to spy on Catholic churches, but allows criminals to destroy San Francisco and Baltimore and Detroit and Washington D.C. and Los Angeles and Manhattan. You name it. We have a military that doesn't spend its time talking about new weapon systems or how to care for veterans that are committing suicides at historic rates. They spend their time talking about transgender issues and uh, all kinds of racial disparity stuff. Not defending our country. We have a media that's become a joke. A media that's been, wasted two and a half years of our. Time time on a Russia collusion uh, situation. Then they moved on from that uh, to cover up the Hunter Biden situation. That's now a full-blown investigation. Our universities are a forum for crazy things to happen. You can't even speak on a university campus. People being assaulted by men uh, wearing dresses and these violent protests and shutting down speech. And, and, And our culture, what is what we focused on as a culture? We're focused on the fact that now some man pretending to be a woman gets paid millions of dollars to sell Nike sports bras and Bud Light. So the world looks at that and said, this place is a laughingstock, and they react to it. And I could go on for an hour about all the things that we are, we are being embarrassed on the world stage. Our adversaries are taking advantage of it, and our friends are saying, hey, we may have to go on on our own here because these guys look like they're about to commit societal suicide.
1: Man, that is depressing. That's Marco Rubio, yeah. and you listen to him talk, and he's a senator, and he sounds frustrated and depressed. You know, I mean, the, these guys are supposed to be working to get us out of this mess. And he sounds almost overwhelmed. Well, think
0: about it. Now. Go back to the, uh, uh, the, uh, well, the, the, the Nike, uh, sports bra and the, the, the Budweiser thing with Mulvaney, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how do you react to that? Oh, well, we're going to boycott Budweiser. Well, they got other brands. Okay. We'll boycott those brands too. Well, you know, I was thinking about it going, Okay. You know, is the boycotting thing showing, you know, just acting in rage and anger like that the thing to go? Because guess what? Most of the companies that are owned out there are owned by another parent company and another parent company above it. And they happen to own pretty much everything. And they're all pretty friggin' woke. So, in other words, you would just have to ban yourself from all the products of life and grow your own food and live off the land because uh, otherwise... Uh, that's the only way, and I don't even think you're going to affect them then. Uh, the only other way that I know to do anything, we knew there were that that kind of stuff out there before. Ignore it. Well, silently yourself, boycott it, but making a big thing about it, you're playing into their narrative because you can't win it. So why fight it if you can't win it? I'm not saying don't fight it. Well, but you fight I, I think it, you have fight, to fight it on it. a different level.
1: Um uh, I, I listen to Marco Rubio talk and uh, it, it's frustrating it, it's, it's fr- as, as uh, I'm one of the uh, JQ public out here you know I'm just a, uh, like you are the listener yeah and and I feel kind of helpless because all of this but corruption all of this turmoil all of this it's like watching cancer grow in our country mm-hmm. um, but they want to make you look like a radical idiot yeah well so- it, 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 that's I don't care at my age what do I what do I care but you know, you know um I was thinking about with this Bud Light thing now the people at Bud Light are saying the higher ups are saying we, we knew nothing know. about this yeah we knew nothing about this we were too busy working on other things and and marketing was going off in a this direction and we had no idea they were going to do that which I would fire them right off the bat if I were the, 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 the stockholder. If that holders. was a true
0: statement, yeah. but they own other things but and it, it's going on in it, other products and that they have. if you own. are the
1: head guy of this company, you damn well should know what's going on in your, in your company. If they're going to do a major advertising campaign on your primary product, you want to know what it is. You want to see what that advertising campaign is before it's released it, in broadcasting. We didn't put anything on the air without the program manager knowing. I mean, the music director may have selected the song, but he didn't just stick it on the air. He, he let the program manager know what the songs were he was picking this week, and then they collaborated, then they went ahead with the process. But you, you don't take it if you're a marketing manager at uh, a big company like Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, and uh, you don't just put this thing together and, and do it without the approval of the guys on top but they want you to well, believe you know, the it. guys
0: in top may not care anymore because even though Budweiser was a big brand, you know, when they own a hundred or 200 big brands and Budweiser counts for the, the $5 billion that they were talking about, you know, that's a, that's a drop in the bucket and all of their brands are woke, you know, and we need, you know, we, we can live without beer. But can you live without other vital necessities of life that they may own, mm-hmm. uh, and they're using this as a way to push an agenda to divide us? And anyway, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know how you fight it. I either. think, I, I, think mean, I think,
1: I think you have to. As uh, we're not speaking as a people anymore, no, we're, you're we're not. letting all this crap happen around us and nobody's complaining about it. I mean, you and I are complaining about it on our podcast, that's what we do. But people have got to start maybe contacting your representatives and your senators and and start letting them know that you're ticked off with what's going on and that things better change pretty darn soon or they they'll be changed. You know, we don't I think people are too complacent.
0: Yeah, but when you threaten their power that they have, well, you know, we've put too much importance on certain people and certain things, and uh, anything that we say that's a threat, they're going to take exactly as a threat, and they're going to, you know, they're going to squash this right away. Do they? Do they care about Mulvaney really? Do they care about him and his trans transition into womanhood? They can really give, you know, two flips about him. Yeah, I think he but just. He, I think more than anything, this guy wanted fame. If you, well, look, yeah, if he you look at his history, he, he was uh,
1: more, he impressive. wanted fame and yeah.
0: he, he invented this and they wanted a tool and he, there's their tool. He's the tool. And you know, you've got, you've got people that cling to both sides of the fence and he's just sitting there going, well, I'm going to ride this train because either way, if, if they lose $10 billion at Budweiser, doesn't matter. He got his money. Yeah. You know, if they make $100 billion, doesn't matter. He got his money. It doesn't. He a win win situation. Speaking of guys
1: dressing up as women, uh, do you remember Sam Brinton? Sam oh, yeah, Brinton. He
0: pleaded no contest. Yeah,
1: he was the Undersecretary of Energy, I believe. And, I mean, that's a pretty big job, folks. He, so he gets to keep the stuff he stole and he does no time. And he doesn't have to get rid of his, uh, his high heels. Oh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, what's a man without his pumps? That's true. And uh, so he was sentenced to pay uh, $3,670 in restitution for the stolen luggage and clothes, and he was given 180 days suspended jail term. Now, that being said, uh, we have people who have been languishing in the D.C. jail and haven't really been charged yet with uh with well, what they were involved they were they were at the protest some of the people were in a crowd that was was literally marched into the Capitol they were they were arrested because they were in the Capitol building and they're still there he they get off. this guy gets off for stealing luggage uh, which he did he pleaded no lo contendere, no contest Uh
0: I just find it amazing. We live in a world of double standards. We really do. Yeah, we do. You know, if uh you know, he could probably go set up a GoFundMe to pay for his legal defense of
3: or his wardrobe about
0: four thousand and yeah. <laughs> or his wardrobe. And, and a new, yeah, and a new wardrobe and a little something <laughs> extra. And I bet you people that support his brand of life would gather around and fill up that bank account with more money than he could ever, ever, ever use. Mm-hmm. Now I bet you you and I could go set up a GoFundMe for the legal defense of all those January 6th detainees. Uh And the government would come in, the left would come in and scream what a hypocrisy that is. It was an attack on our democracy. And not only is that money going to be confiscated and that fund me is going to be taken down, but then they would put charges against you and me for even conceiving the idea of doing Sedition. That. Sedition, yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that is the, that is, well, that's the mark of the land of the freedom. Or is it the land of the free of the, and the home of the brave? Um, or is it the mark of the devil, the beast that resides
1: within this nation? You know, we can talk about that tomorrow because I think, I think, <laughs> I think tomorrow's show is usually uh, uh, like that. Um, I have another piece of audio that we haven't got time to play. We'll play it tomorrow, but it's All about right. the WHO, and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, yeah, one you, of my favorites. You'll want to listen to uh, the show tomorrow, our uh, Weekend Extra, our update program. Um, other things that are going on uh, right now in the news, um, let's see, uh, it says Russia has said that thousands of Ukrainians were used as guinea pigs for U.S. bioweapons research, and at least 20 of them were, were uh, fatalities. They died. Uh, it says the Russian parliament investigating into the activities of U.S. biolaboratories in Ukraine claimed that at least 4,000 Ukrainians were used as guinea pigs for U.S. bioweapon experiments, of which at least 20 people died. And this is from uh, uh, Pravda. And, you know, it's a Russian newspaper, but can they be any more dishonest than ours? I mean, I'm just saying. Um, But you think about that for a second. What has Putin been saying? He's been saying we went into the Ukraine to get rid of the uh, bio laboratories and the Nazis. That's the reason why he went in there. I think he also probably went in there to maintain security in uh, Crimea, but that's uh, he didn't say that. I I think that uh, when all is said and done, there's a. A whole backstory we're not being told about the Ukraine, based upon what we talked about earlier and what I yeah. just said here, um, and and I I'll bet you also by Monday we're on to another topic, another major story will snuff out the oxygen from this story, and nobody will be talking about this because they don't sooner want sooner or later about we're it.
0: going to be waking up talking about the incoming uh, ICBMs if they haven't hit already while we're in our sleep. Because we've got a war, a couple of war possibilities or scenarios out there lingering, Yep. And sooner or later, one of them is going to flash.
1: Oh, you got to pray for our country, folks.
0: Unless we do, you get you know, a new we do, leader in that knows how to make
1: some phone calls. We and we do have a good country. We do have a good country. It is a we have good people. Fundamentally, this country is a good country. We have. Uh, Americans all over this this land that have fought for our country and people who believe and will work for this country. I mean it is, it's an amazing place to live. It's still better than the second place uh, you know country but by a long shot. but that being said, it's sick right now. It is sick right now. We've it's, got cancer. And, yeah and we damn well better we better work on fixing it
0: or it's going to be fatal. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know what stage of cancer we are in. Uh, you can determine that, but it's not phase one or two. I would say we're bordering the three and four. Well, you know, you, you got to pray. You got to pray, and you
1: got to work, and you got to you got to be open to uh, to what may sound like outlandish suggestions to fix it. I mean, you may end up finding out down the road that Donald Trump was actually a hundred percent right. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if if you're like one of our friends who. And we have friends who are uh, on the left who listen to the program, and we appreciate it. We love them too. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, I, I mean, some of them just find it so hard to to be totally open minded about the possibility that maybe Orange Man with the tan, uh, who had a big ego,
0: was a hundred percent right about what was going on in a country. That's right. Yeah, I mean, look, you're whatever you're perceived as makes no difference to the reality of life and what's going on. And he seems to have been on top of everything and still on top of everything. And he's got a positive attitude and outlook. You know, you want to compare apples to oranges. We can do that all day, but it's not going to solve anything. Uh, But I think that they need to back off.
1: You just have to ask yourself, why would they want so desperately to destroy this guy? He's He's a private citizen right now. He is yes a candidate for the presidency but uh, he's not the president. What do they no. fear what do they fear about this guy? What they fear about this guy is that he'll become president and he will destroy like he says he plans on doing the deep state, the secret government that truly runs the land that we're living in right now nobody voted for. It. But just well, look. you
0: know, he was after the d- deep state before. The deep state is big, it's strong, it's powerful. So if they thwarted him off once and took him down, I hate to say it, but there's always a chance they could do it again, and they're doing a damn good job trying to keep him at bay right now.
1: 833-538-7868 is our number,
0: 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. You'll find us on Facebook for uh, It's Another Day. You'll also find the the, uh, CRN America site. And uh, there's also CRN, uh, mail at crnamerica.com. I'm getting tongue-tied here.
1: That's okay, really. We, Tongue-tie I, I, Friday.
0: Happens to me all the time. Hey, listen, have yourself a
1: wonderful day, folks. We truly appreciate you being with us. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to It's Another Day. And We, we, we put a lot of work into these programs. And it's nice to know that you are there to listen to it. It's all worthwhile.
0: We appreciate it. And you have the beginning of a great weekend. We'll uh, talk to you halfway through it. Sounds good to me. Take care, friends.
1: The Voice of Freedom. CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260
3: million?